Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Hey guys, welcome to a special Wait What episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. Sarah Levine here with Casey Balsham. Thank you so much at Case B on Instagram. <laughs> Danny fucking Murphy. Fucking follow me. Ah, I love <laughs> how we're leading with this guy. Fucking follow Casey. Fucking and then follow me. Once you yeah. get to her page, find me uh, at Cashmere Danny. Cashmere with a K. I'm quirky. And I'm we're silly. joined by, we have two special guests this episode. So many Yay! special guests. Later on, we're actually going to interview the director of the documentary we're talking about. Eva Orner, she directed Bikram, Yogi, Guru, Predator. And our first special guest is our producer, Sean Kilby. Hey, guys. Yay. He wow. was literally setting up the mics and, and we were like, do you want to? And he had lots of He's thoughts so on the yeah. subject today. <laughs> he was so, like, did you guys plan anything? We're like, what? Like, what? <laughs> People planned. He's like, I have some thoughts. Well, we're, we're talking about a documentary today that yes. I actually watched. Yay. I know. I yeah. watched it this weekend too. Well, obviously all we did. Well, yeah. I usually watch all the documentaries people watch, but I'm always two weeks behind. That's when I fair. watched the opening weekend. Yeah, this Same. one is time. More people watch this than Charlie's Angels reboot. Sorry, Elizabeth. Oh God, I know that poor bitch. You know what? You say that, but Netflix has such a crazy reach that when this movie ended, and we'll get there, but when this movie ended, I really thought. You know what? If this wasn't on Netflix, no one would hear about no, this. No, it's true. It really is the most I'm important. Gonna, I had yeah, never heard about it. I'm not going $17 yeah, to go see a Brickham yoga documentary with my popcorn. <laughs> I like that you call them yoga. I'm from Jersey. It's out. I <laughs> like hate Bikram if we call them yoga's Brickham. I know. That's why I got to do it. That's why I'm doing it. Guys, this is my, you can start a movement wherever you are. <laughs> right. We shouldn't even call him by his name. Just call him Brickham yoga. <laughs> that's safe for Army Hammer. I'm Army Hammering this bitch. <laughs> Brickham yoga and Army Hammer. <laughs> I've snapped. We were just talking about like I'm Selena Gomez right now. I'm not doing oh well. <laughs> His name is Army, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, what are you thinking about? Well, I thought you were mispronounced. At first. I thought no, because I... call me by your name, oh, Army yeah. Hammer. There's yeah. a peach. Danny has Google like a it. pun for everything. Yes, he does. A pun he for, sure does. A pun for every nun. God and bless. And he calls <laughs> him Berkham. What did you just call? Berkham Stocks. You <laughs> <laughs> called a Brigham. It would have been a much different documentary. Berkham Stocks. and it was just this nice woman like do yoga in Maine. Like that. No, I bet the inventors of Berkham Stocks are like these evil people. I don't know why. Just irony factor. I'm wondering how Berkham Stocks had this huge comeback in the last couple of years like nobody's I didn't LGBTQ see them since, rights. I didn't see them since the 90s and all of a sudden they were like but they're silver now and everyone was like mm. gotta have them and you're like okay we'll forget that they're hideous I know I know but I core became such a thing it totally That's you want to dress like your grandma and your grandpa like New mm-hmm. Balance Honest. got real popular oh, I yeah. have the feelers who can yeah. I I can't even say anything but the feelers like, are like normal. Telling? The feelers are more like yeah, but they're those are, hey, like, like a statement to themselves. Urban yeah, Outfitters being ugly. like, remember your childhood. Well, yeah. that's my favorite when you go to Urban Outfitters and you just see like the twelve-year-olds looking at records and they don't know what they are, but they're like, I, I like Maggie this. Rogers, so I'm gonna buy this. And I'm like, you don't just hang that up. Like people actually listen to music. Through I that. know. I feel like every time I go to get rid of something out of the closet, I just think about how upset I am that I don't have any of my clothes from sixth grade that Seriously, everybody's wearing me too. now. <laughs> I'm like, oh and damn, I'm like, I should have kept it under the bed for a bit. Seriously, I'm going to now just like be a total hoarder who never gets rid of anything. Like if you told me chokers were going to make a comeback. I would have saved all mine. I would have. Yeah, I would have. And I had all those like, did you ever take that blue thing out of the top of the Coke bottle and then you like would make a bracelet out of it? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, but I want to now. I had like 40 of those. Wait, I have. Wait, what was like a homemade (laughs) slap bracelet? Yeah, kind of like you would pop. There's like that. That blue circle thing that's on the inside of the cap. So I don't know if you can like do this. The I actually know what. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah, can yeah. pop. Sometimes you can pop them out, and then you'd cut a hole in it, and then stretch it out. Okay. Oh, look at you! The original DIY. One of the over here, guys. I was not the only person to do this. I swear. Yeah. You have to start my word for it, don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a lot more affordable. Only two ninety nine. And you got a diet coke with it. I mean, yeah. that's my dream. It's a good deal. There you go. Um, well, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. We are talking about Bikram, aka. Berkham. Berkham. Brigham. <laughs> Brigham. Yeah. No, you called it Brickham. Brickham. Um, we're talking about the the yoga documentary that is called what? I think predator. It's, yeah, it's called Bikram. Stretcher. Predator. Yogi, predator. Something. Yeah. So us telling you that he's a rapist right. is not a spoiler. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And a lot of you did guess it when we put it up on the thing. Yes. A lot of you guessed it again because it is. I was it's not like exactly coy about it. I was no. like. 
no. eye looking emoji. Yeah, we like. Put oh, it I right on there. about watching it. Yeah, no, there's there's, yeah. No, there's no surprise. Yeah. Um. So, what did we think about? First off, has anybody done Bikram here before? I have. Yeah, I've done. Okay. Well, I've done Y7, which I feel like is a crazy <laughs> bastardization of Bikram yoga, which I kind of love because I do Y7 now and it's infrared yoga and like it's me like moving oh, a pinky to Rihanna. Yeah, so okay. I feel like it's another fuck you to him. I've never yep. even done regular yoga oh, because wow. I am uh, deeply of the belief that it's all one big scam. And then I watched it's a documentary true. that confirmed that. Yeah. Did you see what they do? It's like, like, like a sex cult mixed with a pyramid scheme. It really is. <laughs> it did My make favorite me, things. It did make me realize now like when I'm going to go to yoga, I'm like, oh, this is like sexual-ish. I'm oh, like, it's totally. a weird, yeah. yeah. Of course I did Bikram because it was a cult and I was in it. <laughs> You're selling you? wine in between Bikram oh classes. Yeah. I was, and, and working on my landmark classes. Yeah. Can I tell you though, I was just looking at, because I was doing the 2009, 2019 challenge thing. Oh I was looking God. at my yes. pictures from when I lived in Hawaii and I was doing Bikram. I have never looked fucking better. <laughs> if there was anything, I know I'm not supposed to like this documentary, but God damn, I need to get back into fucking hot yoga. They were literally I know Casey I'm not and supposed Danny. to say this, yeah. but I was just like, God, I got to get okay. my ass they back into this. like, all right, let's go. Class. Yeah. I have a question uh, for you guys before we get into Bikram and all the yeah, horrible, yeah. horrible mm-hmm. atrocious things that he did here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he's Looks, a bad guy what do you guys think about the hot part like why is it gotta be hot your body you the thing is, I feel like regular yoga is like kind of bullshit in oh. the sense of like it's not you don't that sweat. great of a yeah. workout yeah you don't really break a sweat I guess it could be good for strength training depending on the poses. You are like, breaking a sweat because there's not a guy up there on a pedestal yelling My skin has never felt better after than after doing a hot yoga class. It really sweats there, out everything yeah. that you you just feel okay. amazing. There's like yeah. back and forth things. It. People say like obviously the heat, your body's a little bit stretchier so you can kind of get go deeper into the poses. Mm-hmm. But then also people have debunked that. So I don't know. Yeah. You know, I think it's I, I think you just I think. feel like you you're f- sweating so you feel like you're getting more of a mm-hmm. workout. But That's true. Now I also have, so intense. There's a, there's places in the city where you can go just get a Spitz. Oh, I love you know? that. Oh, I, yeah, oh, like oh. Shape House there's or wherever. There's a place Russian Turkish baths that I've been to. It's just oh, a bunch yeah, of saunas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know people I know people love this stuff. People love that for a lot of reasons. For a lot, yeah, okay. Yeah. There's, some, there's some rubbing and tugging there too. And but but the thing is, people walk out and they say they feel great and they think it's because they got a good sweat. But I have a theory about this and okay. all forms of workout that yeah. are pure suffering mm-hmm. is that your body <laughs> loves to reward you for the sense of relief. So if you are oh. miserable for long enough, you actually feel great enough if you get the fuck out. That's just like a trick. Just over just that a way to your brain works. So when you go to Bick, uh, sorry, Brickham Yoga, I'm you're, change. I'm you're change. so miserable that when you walk out. Out and into the cool air and you've done like this exercise yeah. you actually your your brain releases endorphins that reward you for getting out of there and then that you think shit. man it makes it's me like so fight good. or flight no, yeah. I, I mean I, that shit did sound miserable because they said it was 90 minutes and i was like bro i, I will it's never 90, but in here's cup. the thing yeah here's i will the never thing, go though. to a 90 minute workout you class pause in between it's not like the full me trying to sell you guys all in bed. i know <laughs> what are you doing um, your no, hands are up you're in a downward dog it's listen i'm like let me let me plead my case god damn it no but it's it's different because you're not doing a constant flow you literally hold a position for a minute then you break then you hold it again for 30 seconds so you do this whole thing so you get actually these little breaks mm-hmm. and they do a standing series and a floor series I will tell okay, you though Y7 are, is not like that no, my, what, no I it's, have a it, no this is very very so particular so is all hot yoga not Bikram yoga right uh, not all hot okay. Bikram is it, the Bikram uh, is the thing that's why he was saying if you want to do a Bikram thing you have to open you have to get taught under me because he was trying to monetize oh, you it have to and do because he had all the celebrities scheme. on his back and so, because yeah. it was he, this certain right. amount of poses but the, I will tell you there are like some of them they will say there's certain ones where like this is for your like I remember there's one where you're on the floor and you hold your knees up and you go and it's for your colon promise you that my poops were never more solid than when I was doing Bikram <laughs> yoga. I, I'm just saying like the, the, these things. Probably because you were drinking were, so much water because you were sweating right. so much. Right. I mean this is also when I lived in Maui so I was also drinking so much Jaeger. So, uh, who, so to, who knows what was uh, uh, what came first? The, the Jaeger or the Bikram or the rape? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just kidding. To, you, you, everybody knows this is a joke. No. Don't DM me please. Uh, <laughs> Wait, the one please thing don't. is so weird about yoga culture though is how like open and chill they are with everything because at Y7 yeah. I and this is either like a sponsor or is like Y7 a shit against them. Yoga? It's a hot infrared like yoga where it's like yoga, hip hop right? or it's a complete oh my black God. room with just candles. But it's like the most <laughs> cultural appropriation you can oh, fit into 50 it's minutes. Like, it's a white girl named Tracy saying, dance to Meek Mill. And I'm like, is this good? <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm like sitting there like, am I hurting the world? Like, what am I doing now? I know, like, why do I have to be listening to Mad City and Downward Dog? It seems like at odds it's with each other. Like, I, I left like Equinox that. for political reasons to join Y7, which I feel like I have to leave soon for that. So yeah. I might just yeah. get on my 600 pound life. But <laughs> I was changing there yesterday and they only have two changing rooms that are kind of like, Urban Outfitters tiny stalls. So I was like, oh, I can't do this. And everyone was like, 
shirtless looking so fitted. I'm like, I just was in a towel. I'm like, I hate this so much. So I went in a corner that no one can see and start to change. And while I was just like putting on my underwear with a towel over me, I just heard Danny. And it was my, uh, bo- it was my boss's boss. Uh, <laughs> boy. And I was just like, hey! <laughs> locker room confession. Why, I know. It was just pop. locker room talk. I know. Yeah. That's why I was like, you shouldn't have acknowledged no. me. Yeah, but no. hot yoga is, you do feel like you, you want to go and immediately get it off of you. Yeah. You that's a, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I could see like, like why it would feel be like hard you accomplish not to accomplish something. You I really suppose. do, though, yeah. especially you, after ninety yeah. minutes. That's Too why, much. like, I, I tried to do it when I first moved here, and I didn't understand how trains worked and how far away. So <laughs> I literally, I found because most yoga places, you know, do, do like a thirty month for free or whatever, mm-hmm. or thirty dollars. Thirty months. Sorry, I paid two hundred a month. Yeah, I just have to recruit everybody in this office. Um, no, they do $30 for the first month or whatever. Oh, right, yeah. So I like found one. I was like, oh, it doesn't look so far from where I live. I think I was living in Hell's Kitchen and this was on the Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, uh, two trains, then the 90 minutes. It was like a three-hour excursion. I think uh, I went twice and was like, yeah, sorry, that's no. $30. I could might as well just wipe well, my ass with. I was thinking uh, about so, 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 so Bikram, he tried, and we, we found this out in the documentary, that he tried to, I don't know if he's really trying to get, a, is it a copyright or a patent? So he a patent. Sort of, patent. Yeah. 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 yeah so Which he was, you can't. Do we no. know you can't yeah. patent those sort of things? Not not to mention he stole these things. Yeah. But he yeah. really reminded me of one of these people who walks into the Shark Tank, and uh. Mark Cuban is like, "What do you have that's proprietary? What do you? Have <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, why can't I just go out and put, put pump a bunch of heat into a room and do yoga?" And Bikram yeah. well, heard you that, can, and, and then you play hip hop, and then you call it Y seven. Sorry, I'm not over this. And now me and Sarah go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyone could do this. The reason this guy was successful is because he was such a good self-promoter and he yeah. tied yeah. his name to it. And, and I think it was a thing too where it's like such a, it became a trend where it started with all these celebrities yep. starting to do it. That's mm-hmm. why I was shocked. I was like, well, the Barbara Streisand, like Frank Sinatra, right. Nixon. Yeah. Lie number one was also, Elvis me, was my first yeah. I was kind of like, wait, wait, how are all also, these people alive at the same time? Can this yeah. actually be true? I have yeah. to go and Google well, it. I'm not going to lie to you. Elvis is not a good fitness spokesperson. Neither He potentially died on the toilet with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I know. I never knew about the sandwich. Rotation, though. He actually so, did. Yeah, yeah. He, right. did. he was very. And that was all Bikram. Yeah. So, so the whole thing was that he he said, if you want to open up this Bikram studio, which all of a sudden was like, you know, sweeping the nation, it was like people wanted at this Bikram. He like would make them do the teacher training with him, and then it was ten thousand dollars. So yeah. this guy was like, making, how many people were in that room, guys? There was so many. Couple, like, hundred, 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 hundred. I think. tons of people. Like Imagine everybody wanted at this room. But, oh, they said you hear the documentary. You're like, you walk in, it fucking stinks. People are peeing people in are water bottles. People are peeing and water bottles yeah so this guy was really like he did have like a smart mind to be like let me make it seem like something that they all need and that they all want mm-hmm. you, know? you know and uh he that's only the, wore that's, that, yeah. that to me struck me as that's what was the cult like thing yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a million cool million dollars for the nine weeks Easy. oh without a doubt because and he also know franchising fees too you know yeah. these people were giving him mm-hmm. so much money because you to have to name. you couldn't open it unless you did this training and then you had to open it under this name and all that stuff so mm. of course he was making money and they said that he was like kind of setting himself up to be you know their god like this there was there was this guru oh, yeah. he was really so lifted he was, up i got he so many really, like yeah. niche vibes because he had like so the rolexes mm-hmm. the luxury cars i'm like what is with these people starting yeah. holes and buying rolexes i know come on you're I only mean, driving the Cal- one at most the, the state of california owns them right oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was so strange <laughs> yeah so they're like idolizing him and all that stuff that's what was like kind of crazy i don't know if this was like the craziest part of the doc for me it was that um, the women, when they were talking about uh, being assaulted by him, that they were, all were like, yeah, he raped me. And then I like, you know, said goodnight. And yeah, kissed, him him on on the the kissed him on the forehead. And like, like, ah. it, like, that's oh. like, so, that's like brainwash. That is fucking brainwashing like cult shit. Yeah. Like, that is not okay. Because these women, like, he really did prey on people that were like essentially like worshiping him. And then when um a lot of, like he, someone, they finally spoke out with the, his line too when he was like, I don't need to abuse or force a woman to have sex with me. There's a million of them that will line up ready to sleep with me. I was with like, first of all, doubtful. That's a classic. I don't know how. Also, <laughs> 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 we talk about the fact that it, it, they glazed over at the documentary but when he's on that show and he's clearly like already like an old man yeah. and they're like and this is your wife and how old is she and he's like she's 20 yeah he, yeah. Thought, he, had he this looked tiny, to be at least like 40 at the time yeah mm-hmm. he was a, so he was so I mean Anybody that's kind of creepy. on the vibes. stage with him when, he, when they came out Oh, no, maybe that's not the right one. When he comes out shirtless, maybe that was a different uh, footage. Yeah. He comes out and he like flexes his pecs. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Andy Griffith is up there uh, on the wait. stage. And they're like, Andy. Because I remember that duck, like when they were all just so like doing weird. the little things yes. in the outfits. Yeah. So there was a part early in the documentary where yeah. he shares what he claims is his origin story. Uh, 
Yeah. Like the time oh. he was, he was where, how, first of all, how he walked into the studio for the first time. And then he became a three-time world champion. And then he became a bodybuilder. And then yeah. he cracked, yeah. and and then then he cracked he his, leg. his leg. And he was supposed to go to the Olympics and conveniently broke his leg like a week before the Olympics. Right. Sure, That's Jan. happened to all of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he decided to go back to yoga. That was right. so, I, even then, that was super mm-hmm. early. I was like, this guy is, all he does is lie. Talking out of his oh, ass, yeah. yeah. And he was like, artist. we were doing 10, 12 hour days of yoga. And he's like, and then I, that's why I needed to come to America and fix people's legs and knees. What? You're what? like, nobody's that Yeah, because yeah, he said he, he barely he sleeps. Like, Americans yeah, he sleeps are 30 rich hours and stupid. A month. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, I oh, think yeah, there's Oh yeah, 30 hours a month, I was like, no, dude. That's a day that, for And me. the newscaster was like, wow, that's amazing. I was like, bitch, are you really this dumb? 30 hours a month of sleep, you'd actually be dead. Yeah. That's yeah, one you hour wouldn't be a able night. to function, you would, would you? No, Your brain yeah. would be, yeah. And he's like, nobody is. What did he call himself? He's like, nobody is. Oh, as uh, did he call himself spiritual? And that's why he's a human yeah. being alive, or the most pure. Um, no, he called himself which pure, is our, yeah. I think, as Girl. well, which mm. is also gross. So mm. obviously, if you watch the documentary, you know that this this guy, people go buy into it, and then he would call young women right. um, into his room. Uh, and what a mo- I mean, he literally did an early version of Netflix and Chill, except for it was Ew. Bollywood film and massage. Well, Ew. by the way, did you notice also it in the documentary was. they kept showing you Bollywood films? Yeah, yeah. they were really bringing us <laughs> into the room. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think we need this right now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ruin Bollywood. Don't well, bring them I, into yeah. it. I'm like, I don't need. Don't They're put the corporate rights in this documentary. Yes, I'm like, she'll sue. <laughs> She oh doesn't even want you to know where she lives. Yeah, the Streisand effect. That's yeah. why this book, it's so big now, the documentary. So it all started with, uh, I think the first one to come out was this woman named Sarah, Sarah Bond, right? Sarah Bond? Something yeah. like Sarah that. Sarah Bond, okay. Who, first of all, has aged backwards. She's she gorgeous. does look. I'm very confused. She literally looks t- my age, but she must have been like, room. right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say she it. She doesn't do like, it anymore, though. No, well, but it's from the inside. And also, I did. I don't know. That's just crazy. And because she was also told, like, a lot of people were... You can't, if you go forward with this, what's going to happen? Like, you can't teach Brooklyn. Like, you'll be, like, disowned by the community. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I really, like, the part, like, I was like, who it got me when she was, like, her daughter, because she had a daughter right. with her husband and was like, mommy, when I grow up, I want to be a yoga teacher like you. And she's like, I can't let my daughter potentially be raped. Yeah. yeah. Also, can't you intense. just teach another kind of yoga? I don't know. The thing is, I don't know anything about yoga. I actually thought Bikram yoga was like super old. I didn't even know the guy who founded it was still alive. Like I knew nothing, but I'm just like, can't you just go into any like bullshit New York bougie like studio and be like, I can teach yoga. Like, I don't know how any of this works. I think it's because it's literally it's 26 specific poses. Because at first when I took it, I remember moving back from Hawaii to California. I went to one. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do it here. And it was the same thing. I didn't. I also didn't realize that hot yoga and Bikram are different and that Bikram is only the 26 poses but she's saying you wouldn't kind of n- have boring. the other ones yeah right. who cares you right? do like, know what's coming next which is nice yeah and like yeah. i said you do get these breaks and half the series is on the floor i'm so i, I literally uh, I know. shavasana love it <laughs> i'm so good at that yeah. one. i'm good at that yeah. yeah there's a big shavasana at the end yeah. love it but it's i think that's why you wouldn't be able to do i mean you probably would i imagine most of them probably practice regularly mm-hmm. but it is very it's only it's 26 very specific okay. poses with very mm-hmm. specific like yeah. Body postures and and things and they all affect a different part of your innards. It's interesting. Yeah, and like he one was like of them is mental them coming yeah. up. Your innards. Your inner. Your inside. Your innards. <laughs> There's like other ones that are for yeah solid poops. There's one for your colon. Yeah. There's right. other ones that are for like arthritis. Like there's arthritic grips, and that's why you have to like do certain like things. Like a load of bullshit. Yeah. I know. This, I know. This, this she's is so it also sounds that's like you're eating up his if, bullshit. If you have yeah. arthritis, go to a doctor. Don't go to a hot yoga class. Like it's hot yoga. It's either my way or. Bikram. No. Uh, the no, highway. That was like, oh, was the, the highway. Oh, yeah. From all the, these things that he taught them. So weird. What so was the other one? It was right. like really weird. It was uh, all so creepy. Oh, he's like, yeah. oh, he kept. I also like when he kept being like, "You don't pay. I, you, that's why you pay me. I don't oh, pay yeah. to be here." You oh, I love me. when he'd be like, "Oh, you're paying me to kill yourself." I'm like, "That's yeah. dark and, and surprisingly accurate." He called people fat American. Yeah, fat fuckers. Yeah, and he's like, "Look at this bitch." Oh God, that what too. A psycho. And yeah. I'm like, isn't that the opposite of yoga? Because I'm in a yoga class and she's just like, you're so brave and I'm proud of you for existing. I'm yeah, like, that's yeah. what I need. Yeah. That's what I'm paying for. Yeah. yeah. If I had I some like I, tiny man yelling at me, I'd be like, bitch, what the fuck? And I'd be I like, why are you wearing a Speedo? Yeah. yeah. There are some parts of the hot yoga and Bikram even like even when you take them on the out. Like I think there are still some trickles because I remember taking some in certain classes and people were like, if you leave, you'll disrupt everybody else. So like, even if you oh, feel like you're going to throw up, like don't leave the room. Like you can sit down or whatever, but it's like. They're big on that. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're, I think that that's part yeah. of the, I think that might be the only like 
cult-like thing that has like trickled into it because they're like don't don't you're gonna ruin everybody else's focus it's like oh i'm sorry if i'm gonna fucking puke everywhere I that'll think that ruin it the more. smell of that in a hot room especially because a lot of these hot rooms are also carpeted i think it's a newer thing I've, that they're in i've never oh, been the to one a I did it, it was a what? carpeted this is no, how you no, find no. cults casey this is why if i walked into a hot room with a carpet i would shut it down besides <laughs> this room you know who used to take the, you know who used to take the classes with me you know who's no. it, uh wayne dyer He's like the he was like the super uh, motivational speaker. He was living in Maui and taking classes. Oh, that so like Did a he Tony Robbins now, now. but yeah, but he was uh, he wild. has like all these different books. Yeah, so interesting. <sighs> I mean, and they're all tied in, man. Well, can we talk about <laughs> gurus in general? Yeah, okay. yeah. Because the title of of the documentary is. Brickham, Yogi Guru <laughs> Predator. Okay, right? we were close. Okay, we were real close. Yep. So, Yogi, I'm cool with. If you're a Yogi, yeah. anybody yeah. be a Yogi. Yeah, okay? Casey's yeah. probably a Yogi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can t- right. can't touch my toes, and, but I'll and, take it. And it's proven by the Me Too era, anybody can be a predator. But <laughs> not true. just anybody can call themselves a guru. And I got to tell you guys, I am skeptical of any person who is called a guru, guru in the first place. Mm. I, my first thought is, who are you trying to play? And what no. type of girls are you trying to sleep with? <laughs> but here's yeah, the I really yeah. think there's no such thing as a guru. Like, I don't think Bikram came up with this shit. I think he learned this from whoever mm. his guru was. Yeah. That guy was a con artist too. I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, maybe. I think if you mm. tell somebody who you are long enough, people just start to believe mm. it. Yeah. Like if yeah. I just started telling you guys like I am I am the greatest anti-cult person you've ever and I just like I don't know about that made, I know but yeah of course this is bullshit but, but if I just made this platform myself for myself and continuously told you guys who I, I was like, yeah. it's just like that's I mean I think that's, well, that's like, how these people get into power they just say I am this and people are like okay well it's almost it's like Gwyneth Paltrow-ish where ah. it's like she's a lifestyle guru but yeah. you're like for a while you're like for no, what you lifestyle? were the girl from Country Strong, yeah. and now it's been ten years. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll look. I'll look at her holiday guide. I don't care. Like, well, sure, yeah, she's a four hundred dollar yeah. like I, yeah, napkin. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, she's duping us too, though. That's a great example. Nice. Yeah. I really yeah. think so. She doesn't know about eggs and a vagina. The Lord's work. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? She's like stealing she's the from Lord's the work? rich to give to random companies, and that's almost the Lord's work. Like, oh, she's okay, right? You know, well, like, also, yeah, who is she? She's hurting with people with like too much money to get them to buy useless and shit. Also which I kind of like. Like they're like yeah, tax kind evasion. Of yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got yeah. no problem with Bikram stealing Jason Bateman's money, right? In, yeah, in, in oh, giant yeah. chunks or whoever, whoever, all the other celebrities that are coming to him. Oh, yeah. But it, I do actually feel bad for. for I certainly feel bad for all the women featured in this. But oh, also, yeah, right. A lot of the people probably who went to these classes and spent their ten thousand dollars, they don't open up a studio. No, a lot they of, just a lot get of certified to teach. Yeah, to, to yeah, teach yoga. Like, how much? Damn, can, how, I mean, yoga. It's hard to make a great living. Right. Yoga how much? Instructor. How long does it take to recoup that initial investment? It's got to be uh, huge. Yeah. You have to sell so many essential oils. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring them into this. Sometimes I don't have ex- time to discuss multi-level It's like $179 a month sometimes. Yeah. yeah. My friend was teaching mine. That's why I got it for free. Otherwise, Wait, that's how much I you get? No. no, that's no. how much you pay. You pay it's like oh. $179 it's a month. a monthly membership Yeah, but you probably have to Los pay Angeles. out your studio, I'd imagine, like if you're a teacher. Totally. But yeah. like instructors yeah. are just... not making an insane amount of money, guys. Mm. Yeah. For yeah. the most part. Yeah. I really don't think so. I know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's all... I, did you, and there's that one girl also that said she never got hers back after he kicked her out because he was like, oh. there was like an African-American woman mm-hmm. and she got oh, yeah, kicked that was out the worst and never got her I was going to say, I feel like the, I yeah. wanted more information about that because I wasn't that insane. Was kind of, that was a very small, yeah, that was like a small chunk and like, I get it, but like, yeah, what else was this? How, ra- like he was also racist on yeah. top of everything? Yeah. Like well, that was I mean, a come on. It's like, you know, uh, yeah. these bad qualities probably go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. So, for people who don't know what actually is, who aren't planning on watching the documentary, I know, right? You're doing now we're in yeah. to this for you. No, okay. So, I do want you guys to tell them what happened to Sarah and Alyssa and some of the other people who came forward for sure. eventually. Yeah. So, essentially, these women came forward. Some of them were just, he tried to force himself, like he would have them come over, have them massage them, and then they'd give him a massage, which I guess was very regular. Like, they, people would do it in class. In the of like, class they would massage like his yeah. feet. They would massage his hands. And that's the norm. That's like the grooming it thing was to gross. me. It's yeah. like he's normalizing the touch. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then they would come to his apartment, and he would... Um, ask him to like massage his dick and and then yeah. try to kiss well, him and something like that. One girl, Mandeep, for example, yeah. says like he proposed her and she fled. She was like, I'm yeah, not going to do from that. Like, yeah, yeah. That. Um, another woman um, says that when his wife went to sleep, that she was actually raped by him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did. I, was there just the one? There was a couple assaults and just one rape, or were there 
were there more than there was in the documentary there was, there was uh two rapes, two right? rapes okay. and then more that were just i must they said that there were more women that just didn't come forward because yeah we find out down the line because after uh sarah was the first one to bring this to a, a national trial realized yeah they weren't alone they weren't alone so yeah. they started to kind of yeah. expand this case a little bit more even so much but then also all of them were getting a lot of pushback from the community. Yeah. Because uh, I forget. Yeah, her those n- people were wild. There was like that There's, first lady in the yeah. beginning who was basically just like, fuck all these bitches. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was that one gay guy who I was like, he knew Jacob, from the beginning. That, yeah. Sarah told him right away what right. he did. And, and he knew from the beginning yeah. and he was still like that quote, supporting What are you going to do? I was like, not support not, this man. Yeah. It's easy. Not like, support what do you mean? Predator. It's, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of, there was some people I think that were, were shocked and appalled and there were a lot of people that just kind of were like, I don't know, we still I like know, the That guy was so disappointing but that woman was like even yeah. worse. The that, that was like, I'll never, from inside the house. I'll never dis, dis, uh, denounce uh, Bikram. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was. I was like, all right, good luck with that. She was pretty intense. And then, subsequently um his lawyer that he had to defend him oh yeah also sued him for wrongful termination and sexual harassment yes. so yeah. like this guy it's like he meanwhile he's 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 by the way he's vehemently denied that he's like this is a character assassination people found out that they could probably make a million dollars so he actually is settled there's been four out of the six cases have been mm-hmm. settled um and i guess he's supposed to pay six million dollars but i don't think yes, any of them have the lawyer won a seven million dollar judgment but and then he, he has fled the country yeah. so he's currently in mexico and in spain still Te- making still, money and teaching yeah there was one i know the documentary ended there was one like yeah this year in spain of yeah. him teaching this and it was one of the yeah. biggest ones they've done and that's why a lot of the people ended up settling because there was just like He's gone. They can't have anything happen they can't to him. They charge him because the women, you know, a shocker. People don't report it because mm-hmm. it's scary, and then people are mean to them. Well, then he and fled there was, the country, well, yeah. And, and there was no DNA evidence, and mm-hmm. they didn't report it. And there's no fit, like so. They they were like, we literally and can't press charges against him. So I guess just you know. Yeah, and they were like, do I need to? Do I want to re-traumatize myself? Yeah. In a trial that it's he so won't even sick. be there at, right. or right. do I have this payout and not? It's so sick. You it's, he left neither of them with any type of way to make peace right. or retribution and I totally I kind of understand why you wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. want to be in this documentary no. it would define you for the rest of your life yeah. I wouldn't want to sue him if I thought I wasn't going to get any money out and of it because I know it's not going to go anywhere because that's yeah. like you know he's just going right. to be flying around on his jets not being held accountable well, he for any of his actions. Well, he hasn't even been like charged by the LA. And that like, was the conclusion of that film. There was no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's only civil suits that are against him right now. Yeah. So yeah, I get why they would just take a settlement. And do you think this would like the documentary? Like, it would be possible for this to motivate LA. To I think that's pretty explicitly what they're hoping for are, at the yeah. end. They're like, why hasn't this bitch brought charges? Very Taylor well, Swift at yeah. the end of her music videos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm joking a lot about how I did it and how I like to do it, but it is, it is kind of, it has been this thing that I was actually reading this article that actually said that this documentary, as terrible as all these things have been exposed, have, it actually has like caused a resurgence in people wanting to do bear come again. No. Yes. I know. I, I said you guys a thing. I know. Well, I mean, did you find it's yourself crazy. watching this and like doing yoga in the living room the way that my girlfriend did? I wasn't doing <laughs> yoga. <laughs> she's like started because she's been doing a lot of yoga lately and she just like started doing yoga poses because you can't not when you watch other people doing it. It's not like this. I, you, I you cannot do a lot of things. If you had a bottle of wine, yeah. If I saw people jogging, down. I'm not gonna get up and be like, you know what, guys, it's my day. I'm good. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it, yoga is not the enemy in this movie. No, I do think no. that some of the behaviors that take place in the movie, beyond just the assault, I think are a little bit troubling. Kind of the cult-like it's, element yeah. of it. Yeah. And yeah. I think also the hot-ass rooms. I can't get behind but it. Uh, yeah. Also, I can't get behind. I love this. This is like if there's there's no better example of like what a con artist will do to you. They'll never practice what they preach. He said, him sitting up there on his little mini weird oh. couch with air with conditioner, air conditioner yeah. to his body. What a dick. Yeah. And it, that also annoys me just in general about classes. Like when you go to like a cycling class or um, a boxing one and they just stand there like, guys, do this. I'm like, no, I oh, need yeah. you to fucking, I fucking do this with me. I hate those people at the cycling class when they start you on a warm up at like four turns and then they like just keep going up and up the whole class. And I'm like, you're not even doing this. You're the instructor. How do you think I can fucking do this? I hate that. Yeah, they're not nice people. No, uh, nice. Anybody that teaches cycling specifically, I kind of want to be a cycling. I yeah. would do that though, because like you can just make a playlist and then tell people what to do. Like that sounds I know. so fun. I also, just so, being a DJ, you yeah. can do that. You're but right, I, but I think Sean, I think you have a good point. It's like the yoga is not the the enemy, and then it becomes that but it thing kind of, of is like this specific well, subsect of yoga. But it really, I mean, for uh, for people that it actually has made feel better, that it has changed their mm-hmm. body, it has changed their mentality. Because I remember my friend that taught me in in Maui. She said there are literally some poses that you feel like emotional about. Like there's this one that you take at the end. 
I've literally never been able to take it because at that point in the is class, that, that the you stand one? up. No, no, no. This is a, I think it's, what is it? The camel. And you literally, you, mm. you, by the time you, you have to go on your knees, you get so lightheaded that every single time, and then you, you have to go backwards. And it's like every single time I'm too dizzy to do it. And she's like, I remember getting into that pose one time and I literally cried for a day. And then the next day when I got into it, I was like, yeah. like there's like what? weird shit. So I think you're right. I think it's like, it's like that M, it's like the Michael Jackson thing. It's like, can I still like the movie knowing that he's a terrible person? Can I still, can I still do something that works for my body if yeah. knowing he's mm-hmm. a terrible well, person? Uh, uh, and then that's the I argument. Feel like, uh, uh, well, I was going to say, I think it's actually great for people to go do non-Bikram hot yeah. yoga. Yeah. Because you're saying, uh-huh, by the him. way, the name has nothing to do with it. Right. Let's mm-hmm. just take the thing that he, you know what he did? And, and to his, the one thing we can give him credit for is he came here with a skill set and he realized that there was an inefficiency in the market and he was going to go to Hollywood and make sure that he got celebrities involved and make a bunch of money off of something that was already and in he existence. he started with celebrity mm-hmm. number one, Richard Nixon. Yeah, Richard Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> was also the original influencer, I would say. Yeah. I don't think that going and doing hot yoga is the same as listening to Michael Jackson's music. Yeah. However, no. I do think going to a Bitcoin studio that is still feeding money into his pockets is problematic. I, I, yeah, I agree that. too. Yeah. I but think it's listen, like an easy line to draw. But if you're if still you care. buying and listening to Michael Jackson's music, you're still putting money into his That's po- exactly what John's well. saying. Well, he's yeah. dead. But, but I, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I, but it but is I don't, don't listen to Michael Jackson's music. That's what I don't either. I can't do it except for Thriller on Halloween because we don't have enough Halloween. We got to do the Monster Mash. Come on. got to do the Monster Mash. What about where with bar mitzvah spooky scary yeah. Yeah. Cares about that in London it's good too <laughs> yeah well, I, so I have a question for you guys back boys becoming men wait <laughs> boys becoming men men becoming wolves see I think it's the same thing I think Bicker and Michael Jackson is the same thing Oh, you think? So you're think saying it's yoga? okay to separate the two I think that it it I think that if something as as even yeah, I think that if you like the music, it's hard. To, mm-hmm. You can know he's a bad person and still be like, "Well, I still like this music." It doesn't mean that I agree with what he did. And I think you can still think that like you can still do Bikram because it might work for your body and it might feel good for your health, and still think that he's a terrible person. I, I that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if it's. I think yeah, you I can don't still know. think those things. Like those are two beliefs that obviously mm-hmm. you can still hold at once. Yeah. But I think they're contradictory, and like your actions aren't supporting your words. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to go listen to R. Kelly anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. You fucking ruined all the jams. No, you yeah. ruined the jams. Like but it, you will listen to Michael Jackson. No, no, no none of I us. Won't. You don't listen to him at all. I, will I mean, not listen I don't listen to him anyway, so it's not really yeah, doing me a huge disservice. Every time a Michael Jackson song comes on, I start singing it, and then ten seconds in, I go, "Oops!" You're like, oh, yeah. and I stop and I turn it off. I'm done with Michael Jackson. I'm done with R. Kelly, and I'm done with Brickham. I can't. It really does not affect my but, life. But if, it, if I was going to that studio, I would just find the nearest hot yoga studio and give my no. money to somebody else. That's, and I think that's absolutely better about. because you're paying the people for the knockoff, which is yeah. like so much yes. better. No, I think one hundred percent. But I, but I, I was just trying to make to your point where you said yoga is not at fault. It's like it's not. You it's know, yeah. I mean? like, you can do any other type of yoga. But I'm saying like watching the Michael Jackson documentary on HBO and then being like done with pop music. That don't throw all that baby out. I'm still yeah. going to listen to Kesha and Katy Perry, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Those are your alternatives to Michael Jackson. <laughs> Those are the next in line. Those are the next not in line. Bruno Janet? Mars? Not yeah. even Janet? Well, she's a little... She's got the same last name. She's quite literally too close to home. Even though I do, All For You is a bop, and I feel like it deserves a world. <laughs> yeah. All right, so it deserves all for the you world. Is I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah. You're, not gonna you? get, you're not going to get the same traction on that is Hillary Miss Duff. Miss you much. Oh, Hillary, pretty good. Hillary Duff is... Oh, for talking I don't even Hillary want, Duff now. I don't I want her say, in this conversation. If we're talking she, about she, things that deserve the world, like you're going to... Okay, Hillary Duff she, can slaughter 10 men and I'll still follow her <laughs> to the end of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Were you guys the one that posted like, uh, thank God Hillary Duff never went crazy? Yeah. She really I didn't she post really, it, but someone did. She didn't have her Disney moment like they all They all. She knew how to play the goddamn game. She never went to this yoga studio. She was good. They all crumbled. She had like one Halloween where she and her husband went as like a Native American yeah. and a pilgrim and that was pretty bad but I'm sorry I just gotta keep it like real no, out here 100 but, we're talking but that's way mitzvah. way better than other people yeah. Danny you did not disclose this information about. you didn't know that it was I pretty, had it was thought a big about scandal. it lately. It I guess big. I guess well, it, it would have been brought to my like attention she again. Gave her husband a blowjob on a balcony after she got proposed to, and that I think is a woman of the people. She I gave mean, him a blowjob. Yeah. She gave him a blowjob. Well, I know you that never they saw those got, photos. It was like photograph. It well, was kind of. Uh, can, can you, you show them to me? I know that they <laughs> got. Um, I know that they got engaged. I remember <laughs> seeing the the rooftop one, but I I you there's there's four sets of the photo, so it's her like that, her taking a picture, her doing a phone call, and then. Downward facing dog. <laughs> Wait, are you sure she Whoa. wasn't just like sitting on the ground? She was sitting on him. 
<laughs> I mean, go I mean, look at the pictures go, we'll later. We'll go look at it. It's like a Lisa Lamb video. Don't look it up at work. Wow, what yeah, a yeah. good fiance. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know that that was the proper response to getting engaged. I guess I have to go back in time now <laughs> but to blow my boyfriend and I from the memorial garden. And she's like, wait, that's where you got proposed to? And she's like, I still listen to Michael Jackson giving head at a mic. I got proposed to in Paris in a Holocaust memorial garden. So what about that screamed romance? You know, I it was a very beautiful garden that was along the river. My God. It wasn't like it was. It was so kind much. of like one of those it's things. Like, here's where, the pile of the burned shoes, and here's where. No, it was a small, beautiful garden on the side of the river, and all of a sudden we got engaged, and then all of a sudden we were like, "There's a lot of names on these walls," you know. And then that's oh. where it was kind of. Oh, he didn't oh, know. Oh my god, it was that's just so funny. We were just like, "Oh, this is pretty," you know. It was. It was at the end of a trip. We needed a place to do it. Apparently, he was going to do it the night before, but I was on my phone. You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were at Cabaret, right? Yeah, that's amore. Uh, yeah, we were in Myanmar. And so it you guys are like singing Italian songs in <laughs> France. Great, well, yeah, we don't know. We're American. We it's don't know how the fuck pot. other yeah. countries work. We don't know anything. Um, no, Facts. but yeah. So, so I didn't know if I would have. You know, maybe if we weren't in a Holocaust Memorial Garden, I would have gone down on him, but. Probably not. So <laughs> I think for the best. Yes. Hillary Duff, best. you are. I mean, that marriage didn't work out for queen. her, so it did work out. Yeah. yeah. See? <laughs> Speaking Don't of mar- blow your boyfriends if you want your your marriages to work. <laughs> to work, right. That was the death now. Yes, that that's was the, the thing. If you want that on a t-shirt, let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag damn count, hashtag no blowjobs. <laughs> well, I was going to say, speaking of things Americans don't understand, I didn't really, under, under, I don't know, I guess I don't understand how like legal proceedings work. Because yeah. I, okay. I have a question for you guys about yeah. what happens. I watched a lot of order. I got you on this. Oh, good, oh, yeah. good, 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 good. <laughs> Our resident lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the special victim Fact. stuff too? Because that it applies here. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, it's the only one worth watching. Only one worth yeah. watching. So she knows it all. The, the, the idea that the DA in Los Angeles has decided not to press any charges on Bikram, yeah. does yeah. that mean that does that mean that the victims have not tried to press charges? What kind of political pressure is it so going to take to bring like, him to justice? Yeah, I mean that's I think that's what the documentarians are like hoping to kind of push, but like yeah, essentially like I could pressure it. Yeah, like you could, I don't know, assault me or whatever. And like, if, I won't, but if I did. Thank you. I super appreciate yeah, it. Um, and I mean, it's kind of like up to the DA on like if they want to actually mm. try this case and like take it to court. And so, also, I think the DA, they are very like they want to take a case that they're more they're convinced win. that they can win. Yeah. And because he's not like he's truly and just there's no going around I mean, everywhere. I mean, these cases no, are like so hard to yeah. prosecute and yeah. try. Like anyway, There's I feel no like on top evidence. of all this, the DA was like, "Nah, I'm good," but you can still, like, anytime I think, take someone to like civil court. And that's what so they that's did. What and these women yeah. are doing. The, actually, the the yeah. comparison that we're not, we haven't drawn yet, which yes. is kind of crazy, is Bill Cosby because he's this person who we knew about oh, yeah. the accusations for years. Just like mm-hmm. I guess people new. knew about Bickram. Yeah. I didn't know Bickram's existence. I, I just know, knew I about the know, yoga studios. Yeah. But like we we did we had been knowing about it until Hannibal Burris brought it up. Then it became a thing again. But once enough people were willing to come forward, forward then there was a groundswell. Well, of that's support. what I think they're definitely hoping is going to happen. What I feel like complicates this way more is that he's not in the country. He's obviously. True. Unless he was a complete dumbass, which he kind of is. He He probably doesn't have any plans to come back anytime soon. So then it's like, is it worth it? And you saw in the documentary how they had to like chase this man down in fucking Mexico to try to serve him with court papers. And it's like, at that point, they're like basically fake papers. It's like, he's not going to go back to the US when he knows he's going to get served with an arrest warrant the second he lands. That's what they were saying that they don't think he'll ever be extradited back. Yeah. I think it's also strange that the judgment is only against him personally and not the company. Because well, it's, because I clearly whatever the corporation is that Bikram he operates under still a going. Lot of well, control the, of that. I guess the wrongful termination suit was probably against whatever company why he can't has she to collect against the company. I, oh. Sarah, you're a lawyer. You explain I know, yourself. I'm a lawyer. Well, well no, well, didn't somebody when he thinks got, that the money's hidden? Somebody thinks well, that he's oh, yeah, so he's he got hidden divorced. Assets. Oh yeah, he got that sure, that sham he, divorce and he um, filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah, but like theoretically, she should be able to collect from someone. Give her like eight Rolls Royces and call it a day. No, that's what happened because he was saying he's like i have no money i don't know what you guys want to take from me and then they were finding all this things that he's buying these cars for his kid his kid his wife and they're like well who are these and he's making up he's like oh i don't own those it's like i have yeah please and stuff like that so people have to oh yeah then they're like oh now we have to go investigate all these things that he owns for this guy who's in a different country that that reminds me a lot of uh, there's been a lot of stories lately about how the irs is really only auditing people that it can afford to audit so if you are rich enough for it to matter they just can't afford to go through the proceedings it really reminds me of that um, but I, 
I also sounds like they're being really lazy about trying to get him. Well, I know. To state the IRS because honestly, everybody like, right. just I feel sad. like nobody like, knew about this stuff. Like this wasn't something that was an open secret. I feel like unless you're super I, I never in the community. I mean, yeah. Danny, you did yoga for a year. You you were super I, in the community. True. I know. I'm very invested. But all I know is that I'm like, oh, I like these. ASAP Ferg songs from my seven. <laughs> right. I don't know about anything else. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just that thing and where you, you hear you hear that you're he's a perv and you're kind of like, oh, I wonder if that's true. Like you don't mm, actually, you know, you're yeah. just like, oh, I heard he did this, and but you don't actually like nobody knows the story until it was like presented in this the way. Footage I think. In, just in the yoga studios is pretty damning. Like it really does was, speak to his I character. I was going to say, do yeah. any of you guys doubt that he did this? No, not for a second. Not for a second. The, the, the defense of I don't need to do this. There are women lining up all over the world. Yeah. is exactly the mentality of the type of creepy man. Yep. Who yeah. thinks he has the right to assault that, other people and to blame them into sex, and then to blame other people to be like, oh, they just want to? It's a smear campaign. It's like it's always the same story. It's never. Yeah. It's yeah. never. Yeah. Always after money somehow. Yeah, and it's one of those. It's I'm like, like, sir, you work at Best Buy still. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. never put your, like, he's not going to help you out taking his back versus anything else. You know yeah. what I mean? All these people are like, well, he taught me this practice. He believed me. I'm like, he doesn't give a shit about you. Yeah. Well, I think I'm it's not- also kind of sad when you're like so invested in this mm-hmm. guy who literally you barely know that you think he's your father figure that you can't accept that he like is a serial rapist well, slash assaulter. Right. Like totally. that was yeah. just so yeah. bleak. But to me, yeah. he reminds me more of just like a rock star where you have yeah. all these people in the audience. He so thinks you, he's untouchable. He does. He does uh, yeah. But I'm saying like a lot of times that if you're in a, a, a crowded stadium and everyone's cheering for this one guy up on the stage and then he s- speaks your name to you, it's as if God is talking yeah, to you. Yeah, you're like, like people, me? Yeah, so uh, Sarah, that me? that's why yeah, when Sarah that's said, he, she, he calls everybody else, you know, Mrs. Pink or whatever and he called me Sarah. By the way, I'm not talking about our Sarah. I'm talking I about know. Sarah. I know. Sarah. Sarah. I, know. I, know. I, know. I was like shadily really good at yoga. <laughs> <laughs> that girl was good at yoga. The Sarah oh was like, was she great was at bendy it. as hail. But for her to <laughs> be like, oh, he called me Sarah and that really like, it, it had power yeah. over her. It's so relatable. I totally understand mm-hmm. how that could have happened. I also want to give her and Larissa and anybody else who was featured mm-hmm. in this documentary that saw him naked credit uh, for not talking about the elephant in the room. Which is they have they they have to desperately want to talk about how tiny that man's penis like the is. The lack of elephant trunk <laughs> in yeah, the room. The yeah, the mouse yeah. in the room. Like yeah. so they they alluded oh. to once when they were like oh, he always wore this black speedo and I had questions as to where things were. You can see nothing in the movie, and that's the point. And just like for comparison, go on Jason Derulo's Instagram, guys. Scroll back a week or two. Oh yeah, that was cancel your plans for the night. Yeah, wait, what? She's, he I have so the many pictures posted a picture in like underwear or speedo or something, and like he's he has like a third leg. No, I, like I, I saw it on packing? the subway and yeah, I missed three stops. Yeah, he's packing some I, like, serious heat. Yeah, I wound up. Jason yeah. Derulo. Yep. Yeah. I wound up to like Coney Casey, Island. Casey's Casey's like, away. Stop looking him up on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to do a podcast over here. Casey's like must remember Jason I Derulo. I love looking later. at dicks through pants. Well, then Bikram is not the documentary for you. There is none of them. Guys who wear basketball shirts, keep well, doing what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great sweatpants yeah. season, guys. I know, dicks are out yeah. for the winter. You love to see it. We love to see it. Windbreakers in the wind. We can see everything. Oh I'm just going to tell you. Windbreakers? Windbreaker pants. Yeah, when the actual, you just say, like, like when the wind is on. Do you not know like a windbreaker, like a little vest? No, windbreaker pants. Listen, Casey, nobody wears windbreaker pants. Stop shopping at Urban Outfitters. Those like 90s neon track suits. She's like bossy a man in galoshes. I'm like, Casey, where are you? You see windbreaker pants at the post office all the time. I know you see them. I have to go to the post office. I got a lot of stuff to mail. I'm a Poshmark. <laughs> Follow me. I'm selling some t-shirts. What's your Poshmark? Tech Casey Balsham. Please, guys, I'm very moderately priced. Make me an offer. What am I? <laughs> no, I'm at Case Face B. I'm at Case Face B. Case Face B? Seriously? Wow, consistent. Yeah. Okay. Poshmark, so, you, so you guys go yeah. buy her stuff. Yeah. And then it's a win-win because you get Casey's you shit and she gets to go see Dicks in the Windbreak. I've got a, so, I've got a oh pair God, of yoga true. pants on there now, guys, if oh you want to start your Berkham career. She's like never worn. I like that you just talked for how you used to do hot yoga for a year straight yeah i want your used yoga pants <laughs> no these aren't from those times the that was in maui there. that was almost 10 years i'll show you a picture of the way i, I mean i don't want to brag but it was i was that was the best i've ever looked in my entire life and you i was look just great right sweating now, it so out. i don't know yeah. thanks guys but i when you Wind see that when you see this see you, body, Casey. <laughs> i was Do we have tan any, like, and yoked oh 
fuck. Do we have any parting thoughts <laughs> on the documentary? I feel like there's so much I wanted to say, but you know, also I have a question. Yes. I, do, would you recommend this documentary to a friend? I actually thought it was good. Danny yeah. and Casey were like hating on it a no, bit. No, I wasn't. I thought it was pretty well paced. They kind of got to it within 10 minutes. They're like, yeah, yeah so yoga is a cult and this guy's a rapist. And yeah. I was like, cool, I'm hooked. Say no I more. I too. I think every, with every documentary, the documentarian, whoever's making the mm-hmm. film, they, they can only make as good a movie as the story that can mm-hmm. be told. And it's not the wildest story that's ever happened. No. But yeah. I thought it had a and lot of interesting parts to it. And I, I, afterwards, I was glad I watched that's it. What, and I like I, the documentary yeah. too when it brings to light something I didn't know that much about and right. something that is it's actively going on where I'm like, oh, this could maybe in a world like change or there could be a call to action at the end. Not just like, here's a nine hour thing about this girl who went missing 12 years ago and that's it. It, it mm-hmm. kind of, I those are interesting at some points, but I feel like there was no part of this documentary that I feel like had to be cut out and it did leave me feeling like mad and sad and I'm like, oh, I want, and it left me being like, I want LA to do something. Yep, definitely. The only thing I would say that I had a problem with is it felt a little bit, and this is so sad, I think because we watch so many documentaries and we're doing so many of these cases that like, it felt a little, remember at the Madeline McCann one when they talked yeah. about Andalus too long? I Like they talked too much about, oh, yeah. like I, I want, not that, it's just, it's like I wanted a little bit, I wanted the story faster so that I didn't mm. remember how much I liked yoga. <laughs> Like yes, less this is how good it is for everybody that, and this is what it's doing. I yeah. wanted to, I wanted to, like get me get me to this stuff where I'm gonna get me get me more to the juice. I know that sounds really terrible to say, but it's like, you know, I want it I know, but the tell before me the after story. picture tell of the, the guy story. who lost a lot of weight who was like such an asshole and I was yeah. like, damn, that is a good before. So, uh, after yeah. Picture. Yeah. 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 Tell me a story, but yeah, watch so it. Watch it on Netflix and then stay tuned for our interview with Eva Orner, the director of this documentary. So I wanted to, I guess, just start with, like, how did this story come to your attention? How did this documentary come to be? Um, so it's about two years ago, um, an executive, a development executive from a UK company, Pulse, um, saw a previous film that I'd done at the London Film Festival. And she contacted me and said she wanted to work with me and they wanted to work with me. And so she brought me a bunch of things and one of them was an idea. It was really just you know, do you know about this guy Bikram, have a read of some articles, you know, do a bit of research, see if you think there's a film here. And I knew a little about him. I knew he'd done some bad things. Um, I spent, you know, a few days reading about him and I was convinced very quickly that there was a film. And I think part of the reason was, you know, there had been quite a bit of coverage over the years of his, you know, wrongdoings towards women, his court case here in Los Angeles. But nothing had been put together showing his whole journey and how it got to this point and you know I think people are really interested in cults people are really interested in true crime people are interested in yoga and health Mm -hmm. and celebrity culture and I kind of thought oh there's something here and the thing that really clinched me was the fact that he'd gotten away with it Mm -hmm. Um, and interestingly this was just before Me Too came out and I thought it would be a really interesting big story pre-Me Too, and then while we were already in production, Me Too happened, and I thought, well, this is just an ominous, dire warning about what can happen if we're not vigilant. So, you know, I think the Me Too phenomenon and movement helped make the film even more relevant today. Definitely, and I feel like it was great, too, to expose, uh, because with Me Too, a lot of it comes from, there a lot of stories were from Hollywood or from kind of these, like, specific, more business ventures but then people never really think of yoga all the time like that but when in reality it's such a large universal omnipotent business that can be even though it seems like such a light uh subject it can be very heavy and you have people uh like what we've seen taking advantage of people mm-hmm. had you um had experience in doing bikram yoga before <laughs> um- <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm from Australia originally, and I think about I've lived in the states for the last 15 years. But um, about 20 years ago in Melbourne, my hometown, a friend asked if I wanted to come and do a Bikram class, and I had a, I saw a photo of him, and I just you know my bullshit detector was just like <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it just wasn't for me. And I'm 40, you know, I work out a lot and do a lot of, and I've, I've you know gone in and out of doing Ashtanga and Ayanga yoga over the years, but. It didn't appeal to me. That said, you know, to get into this film and the story and to meet people who would potentially be in the film, I had to go and do a bunch of classes in LA in both Bikram and 
generically non-Bikram hot yoga um, schools. And so I did a bunch of classes. And I will say, it does make you feel pretty good. I've got a lot of injuries and my injuries do feel really great after it. So there's definitely something to it. But it's not something that I'm going to incorporate into my life in the future. <laughs> that makes sense. It's a little tainted, yeah. And um, how have you feel? Because obviously we know the documentary is newly out, but how do you feel the uh, response has been so far? And do you feel like there's kind of been a universal reply to you that you've uh, felt from uh, the documentary so far from uh, either yeah. survivors or people? I mean, it's, it's so interesting doing a Netflix original, you know, when it goes out on one day to 190 countries and 150 million subscribers. And it's only, it hasn't even been out for a week yet. It's only came out on, I think, like four or five days ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, you know, the first couple of days it was trending on Twitter globally, which is kind of fairly gobsmacking, I think, yeah. for documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is an interesting new experience. Um, so, you know, my gauge is social media and um, my my young millennial friends are looking on Reddit and the conversations seem to be endless. You know, I noticed some celebrities are starting to tweet about it. Um, it seems to be getting a lot of attention which is great. Um, and what I hope is that people will stop going to Bikram Studios and go to Hot Yoga Studios not associated with him or using his name. I hope that he will be vilified around the world wherever he goes because people will recognize him because he's a fugitive. And I hope that it will inspire the DA in LA to mm-hmm. go after him uh, and do something. That said, the DA's office who declined to be interviewed for the film and have refused to ever press criminal charges on a man who's allegedly raped many, many, many women over many decades. They came out with a statement saying they've never investigated him and they really don't seem to have any plans to do so. And I found that very, very disturbing and disappointing and quite shocking, to be honest. I know. I feel like the two major uh, shocks at the end that left me so upset was that and then also that there was he was teaching a retreat this year in Spain. Yeah, he just he's just been he's just been doing a, another teacher training in Mexico City. He's hired this um, PR self-proclaimed guru, another guru. Ha, everyone's <laughs> a guru now. <laughs> out of the UK, whose clients include such distinguished celebrities as Charles Saatchi, who's a sexual sex offender, oh, Bill Assange, the former president of the Ukraine, you know, and so on and so on. And he's kind of, you know, out there trying to trying to make things a little better for Bikram, which I think is impossible. And he's saying, you know, the film he said within the first twenty four hours of the film's release that his 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 line was that people are flocking to Bikram Studios as a result of the film. <laughs> and the film hadn't even been out for 24 hours. So right. if, you thought, if you thought Bikram was Trumpy and this guy's even, you know, schlockier Trump. That's crazy. So, <laughs> don't they know? know? You I, can't I, even book I, a class that far in advance. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I so mean, funny. I think it's desperate measures. But as I say, what I would love is, you know, Bikram travels constantly, not to America, obviously, because he's a fugitive and he'd be arrested if he arrives here because he hasn't paid his jury sentence of almost eight million dollars the jury ruling in a civil trial but you know if, if i feel like now hopefully with the power of you know this big global netflix re- release people around the world will recognize him jeer at him and, you know when they see him publicly and you know i think i think it's a call to the world to make his life hell because he's clearly not a good man well and yeah because i feel like that's a important part too because for so long he was in such a circle that me and Sarah were even saying, we, when you hear uh, this type of yoga, you hear, you think like, oh, the sixties and seventies, but you're like, oh, this man is still alive and very much well traveling around. So he, I feel like he's due for a court of universal public opinion to kind of bring him shame and to force him to right all of his wrongs. I mean, that's what I like. I mean, honestly, I'd like Gavin Newsom, who's the fantastic new governor of California to just step on Jackie Lacey, our DA's, Mm-hmm. back and just say, you know, do something. This is unacceptable. And, and that's actually what happened with Harvey Weinstein because of Me Too and Time's Up. The the DA of um, of New York, um, what's his name, Cyrus Vance, he had, this is in Ronan Farrow's new book and, and also um, mm. the New York Times book, she said he had concrete evidence that Harvey had been, you know, abusing women for a long time and chose not to prosecute him and we all know why. And after Me Too... Uh, Governor Cuomo was pressured by 
time's up and need to to reopen to put pressure on Van Cyrus to open the case. And now Harvey faces, you know, a criminal trial next year. I mean, who knows how that will go? Uh, and we'll all be watching closely. But you know, that, that's something that the governor here could do. The problem is, is that Bikram fled the country, so it's very, very hard mm-hmm. to bring him back. But you know, I, I just think. He's shown no remorse. He denies everything. The amount of emails and texts and social messages, social media messages I've had since the film premiere in Toronto, you know, I've received over 10 messages from people I don't know saying it happened to me too. Wow. And then people within, and then people within the community say it's been happening for decades. So this is a serial abuser of women. And you can see from the footage, I mean, it's not a one-off. He's a very nasty character. Um, and I think, you know, he needs, if he can't face the court, the criminal justice system in America, he should face the public justice system around the world. And what I thought was interesting was that even with all this evidence and these people, these women telling their stories, there were still, I mean, we had two people on the film who like didn't really believe it, didn't want to believe mm-hmm. it. Have you like gotten any responses from that end of the spectrum? Yeah, not a lot. And I've obviously been talking, you know, I'm close with the people who are in the film because obviously when people share their lives with me, I'm very respectful and grateful and, you know, want to shepherd them through this potentially challenging phase of a film release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they've all, they've all been getting 99% positive messages. They've told me that a lot of supporters of Bikram who have never said anything negative about him over the years have come out to them saying, thank you, wow. um, you know, we were wrong. Um, there are still some diehards, I think, who always support him, but I think their, num- their numbers are just hugely diminished. And I've also had a couple of emails from people in the film who have sent me, you know, these e-blasts from a couple of Bikram yoga studios in America who announced last week that, surprise, they're changing their names to a more, you know, a uh, non-Bikram <laughs> to a generic hot yoga name. And they were laughing about, wow, what amazing timing. <laughs> right, you're like, hmm, we are um, flat, yeah. Yeah, so that's a good thing too, and that's what I say to people. You know, don't go to a studio with his name on it. I mean, he's not really getting money from a franchise or anything anymore because the whole business was sort of fell apart through the court case and okay. he declared bankruptcy and things like that to try and not have to pay any money. But I think just having his name on any business is it's an affront to women, and and it just has nothing to do with yoga or or well being or health. So. You know, it seems like I haven't had any, I'm just trying to think, I haven't had any personal attacks. There's a few, you know, there's always the odd, strange or humorous comment on social media, Mm. but it seems like, I think it's a pretty hard case to refute. I mean, even if you don't believe, even if you don't believe the women's stories, he says so many vile and disgusting things on, on audio or video that I think it's enough of a case to show that he's a pretty repugnant human being. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's definitely, yeah. And um, you were talking about how you kind of get obviously involved with the lives of all the people in uh, the documentary. And obviously you're no stranger to doing a lot of uh, more documentaries on the heavier side. How do you, do you do anything to kind of like check out to like, cause you're overwhelmed with all this very dark and heavy information. Like how do you handle the balance of being like, all right, this is work. I need to make sure that this is like a perfect story type and not get just like, I'm so depressed right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a real, that's actually a really good question. I mean, I've done a lot of really miserable films. It's sort of my specialty. <laughs> I mean, an Emmy and an Oscar, girl. Mm, you and Nicole Kidman, you're keeping the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually, I think you can hear like I'm quite a bubbly kind of laughy person. I think, I think actually, um, a while ago, it was probably like eight years ago, I spent some time in Afghanistan mm. and it kind of tripped me up a little bit. It was quite a few months and I started feeling quite a lot of guilt and I think I saw some things that really shocked me and I actually came home and did some therapy for the first time in my life because I was having a little bit of guilt associated with you know, my lucky life and, um, and leaving people in, in terrible places. So I did do some therapy and I kind of learned some basic um ways of survival and one of the things is you know you can't you can't feel that guilt you know you have to embrace and enjoy your life so that was super helpful um and also i meditate i'm a meditator um i've been doing that for a long time and 
I don't know. I have a really nice boyfriend. Ooh. <laughs> well, now you're bragging he's to really us. <laughs> <laughs> he's, um, he's Italian, and if I get three morose, he calls me Piccola, little one, and he'll just say, Piccola, snow out of it. <laughs> but he's quite good. But I think it's, it's really tricky. It's a really tough question. I think and I have a lot of friends who have been, you know, foreign correspondents in war zones for a long time. And, you know, you see people develop PTSD and people struggle, and you really have to make an effort to... I don't know, to not let it wear you down. Mm-hmm. And I think there's maybe a point too where you have to sort of walk away and maybe do something lighter. And that makes so you like a, it's nice to have a little work life balance for yourself, even even if uh, it becomes your life for too long. And also sort of with Yeah, and, yeah. and, and also I'm sort of at the tail end now of, you know, two years with Bikram and I have I have a very big bunch of drives saved ready to burn to sort of stage out the house so oh. that you know, to get rid of any Icky remains of <laughs> without being too crystal. <laughs> <laughs> and what sort of a uh, with a uh, because you said you've obviously been drawn to uh, documentaries for so long. When do you know what inspired you to get into documentaries in the first place? Because obviously there's so many ventures of going into film as you can. What sort of a uh, just like at the beginning of your career inspired you to be like this is what I want to be doing? Yeah, no, you guys are good. That's a good question. Too. Yeah. I didn't, I don't think I ever knew until a journalist actually asked me, you know, a few films ago. And I suddenly thought, oh, I think I do know. And it's, it's actually, you know, my family's story and my background. So I'm Australian and I was born into this fantastic life in Australia, but my parents were born in 1937 in Poland, Jewish which is oh. pretty much the worst Yes, literally. <laughs> Boy, talk about a different way to be born. You know, I'm born into sunny Australia as a free person. So my parents were born essentially, you know, two years before the Holocaust and they were Jewish in Poland. And three of my four grandparents were killed in the Holocaust and all of my extended family. So I have a really tiny family. And my parents survived as babies and children through the Holocaust, which was sort of a miracle. And because of the kindness of others. And so I think, I think, you know, growing up, I think from a young age, I knew that bad things happened to good people. You know, my parents were from somewhere else and had a strong accent. I didn't have aunts and uncles and, and grandparents. And, um, I just, I think I was trained from a young age. I don't know. I just wanted to represent the underdog. I wanted, I wanted to do something that made a difference. And I, somehow it, it turned into this. I think it was probably going to be journalism or making documentaries. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd probably do a combination. So It's awesome. I love it. And um, do you know, because obviously you have to still, this one is, just came out this week, but are there any, or like either from along the way of this or just in general, are there any stories that you've been inspired by lately that you want to dig into? Like, do you, are you, are you someone that you take some time off? I know you said that you have some recharge time. But are you already thinking of what's the next uh, story? No, thing you have I'm, to- I'm already, I'm already on a couple of <laughs> Oh gosh, that's um, awesome! Which is super exciting. And the bummer with documentaries is, whenever people ask you, you kind of can't talk about it. Yeah, but, you know, one. Of, I mean, one of them a story that's unfolding and that's very investigative, and one and two of them are historical, actually, that have happened but have a great relevance on today. And it's interesting because what I love the most in a way is the discovery period when you start digging into a project and you start talking to people for the first time and trying to work out what the story is and the characters. I kind of, I'm super nerdy, I think, so (laughs) I love that part of the film. And also because when you finish a film like Bikram, you know, I've been on it for two years, so as much as I feel the importance of that film and I'm proud of it and want people to watch it and want to keep engaging with people, you know, you're sort of ready to start digging into something new. So, um, so I'm sort of doing both at the minute. I'm shepherding Bikram into the world and, um, and then, you know, when I'm not, on a, when I'm not <laughs> talking to people like you, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm nerding out and starting to plot together my next project. Oh, I love that. So, but I am going to go home to Australia for a month over Christmas and have oh, nice. a good old holiday. <laughs> nice. Get that Italian boyfriend to make you some good pasta. <laughs> and I feel- oh, yeah. And lie on some beaches and oh. you know, get some sun and see my family. So that I, I sort of realized. I didn't even realize it was like almost December. I thought oh, it was flew, August yeah. or something. I, know. Yeah. I suddenly thought, I need a holiday. <laughs> you, d- you definitely deserve it. Oh, yeah. And um, just overarching, do you feel, was there a docu- do you have a documentary that, uh, either you made or you didn't make that you're like, oh, this one is good. Or was there one that has come out recently? Like, oh, I love what they're doing type of thing. A recent documentary that I love. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of completely in love with Honeyland. Um, 
don't know if you've seen it. Have you guys no, seen it? I haven't. No. no. Um, it's it's about it sounds it doesn't sound riveting, but honestly, from the opening scene, it's it's an Oscar contender for this year. Ooh. But from the opening scene, I was like, oh my god, this is stunning! It's about a Macedonian beekeeper. <laughs> and I I cannot tell you how gorgeous Ooh. this film is. Another film that I love is called Fosama, um, which is another film out this year. And it's uh it's about this woman who's in the film, um, and she's she's a filmmaker, she's in the film and it, her and her husband and child are living through five years of the siege in Aleppo in Syria oh. and it's stunning wow. as well. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think they're both really strong films. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think those are like, that's all our questions. Yeah. I think we really loved the documentary. Yeah, we, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, guys. It's yeah, such an important story. We didn't story. even know about this, so we're like so glad that someone brought this story to I light for us. And that's, and that's really interesting because I think there was some assumption that a lot of people knew the story, but I'm continually pleased to hear that, yeah. you know, uh, some people know all of it, some people know a little, and some people know nothing, and, and that's what's so great because, you know, I don't know. It just—it seems like it's capturing people's attention. Definitely. Yeah. And what yeah. we like too is we also felt like there is kind of something that we can do at the end of it. Like, you know, you can call officials in like LA, yeah. California. Like, you can try to do petitions. Like, that's kind of yeah, and spread awareness I mean, about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, I think the three things are to stop going to Bikram Studios. You know, mm-hmm. go to yeah. yoga studios, not Bikram Studios. I think the second thing is to call or email Jackie Lacey, the DA of uh, Los Angeles's office, and demand that they investigate Bikram. And I guess the other thing is, you know, if you see him out in the world, have a go at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at the, I'll go to the next teacher training yeah. just to be like, hey. We'll be at the airport you. bar hey, I, in Spain. He tra- yeah, he, tra- he travels a lot and I feel like, you know, if people see him in the airport and make his life hell, I think that would have an impact. Oh, oh my god yeah. yes and now this documentary is in every country in the world so he's yeah <laughs> yeah his face is out there now. his face is out there yes oh but th- thank you so much too for taking the time to talk with uh, us thanks, yeah thank guys you. i really appreciate it well that was enlightening i know i like her and i want to now google her boyfriend immediately oh same <laughs> i bet he is beautiful i know because all italians are beautiful yeah. <laughs> but thank you all for listening to this interview for listening to the episode thank you to sean for coming on and giving your thoughts giving some enlightenment about tiny penises and elephants <laughs> <laughs> and uh, follow us on Instagram, NATC Pod. Join the Facebook group, Not Another True Crime Group. Answer the questions, or I'm gonna not approve you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's those simple, are the guys. rules. Come on. And uh, stay tuned. Betches.